Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Fitter, Healthier Dad podcast, where you can learn how to improve your diet, lose fat, and get fitter in a sustainable and fun way without spending hours in the gym. Here is your host, Darren Kirby. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. This is the number one podcast for men in their 40s who want to improve their health through nutrition and fitness. This is episode 104, and on today's show, we're going to be speaking with Neil Thinner from Wild Kingdom Extracts. Wild Kingdom are on a mission to deliver the essential compounds from nature that increase longevity, promote vitality, and boost immunity. Founded by lifelong forager, musician, and IIN certified health coach Neil Thinner, Wild Kingdom has become the leading brand in ecology-based wellness. Hi Neil, thanks very much for joining me on the podcast today. How are you? I'm doing great, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks very much for uh, taking some time out of your day to, to come on the show and uh, share with us about wild extracts and um, the benefits. So for people that haven't come across you or wild extracts before, can you give me a bit of background on how you've got to where you're at now? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, after like a long career and interest in the health and wellness uh, field, I started getting really curious about nature that led me to uh, having a desire to start foraging, you know, uh, foods from the landscape. And um, I realized where I grew up in like a rural Pennsylvania in the US, um, it was filled with all these different mushrooms and plants. And um, I started studying them, started learning about them, finally got the confidence to start foraging them. And then from there, um, I started learning about their medicinal benefits. Right. That's where the extractions started to come in. So I would start to make tinctures, um, teas, and this kind of practice and love for nature just kind of started evolving, evolving, evolving uh, to a point where, you know, I really wanted to start my own company and wanted to do something that was my own. And I kind of found my niche with uh, medicinal mushrooms and herbs um, because something I noticed in the industry that was that... Um, like over 90% of everything that was produced was coming overseas from China and they had lots of uh, quality issues. And I kind of, I was just puzzled that why is everything coming from there when they grow naturally here in our own uh, local landscape? Yeah. Uh, so that's how Wild Kingdom started. Just love for nature, curiosity about nature and um, the brand really represents uh, a positive interaction with nature. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I think it does. And um, it's interesting, isn't it? How, all of a sudden, well, for me, at least as a consumer, it would seem over the last two years that mushrooms and their medicinal benefits are really starting to come into the consumer market to, for them to be used as kind of um, health for health purposes. So why is it you think now, given that mushrooms have been around hundreds of years, that we're, we're starting to kind of realize the, the real health benefits of these? Yeah, I, th I think it's all the research uh, that's starting in the United States because, yeah, like you said, there's such a robust history of these medicinal mushrooms in Chinese medicine. And then there was lots of um, scientific studies done by Asian researchers. Mm -hmm. And um, that started to pour over into the United States. And now you have all different companies, independent researchers, scientists, all studying uh, medic medic medicinal mushrooms from all angles. Mm you know, what they find is, is so fascinating. Um, you know, there's a, a fungal intelligence that can help regulate our own bodies. 
wow. uh, modulate our immune systems, meaning that when we get sick, they can bring us back up to a, a good operating baseline or for autoimmune, they can help bring us back down to the right baseline. Um, and I think uh, people are amazed by that and it really supports their daily life. And, you know, um, you know, in the, in the Western world, we live such busy, chaotic lives. We have such a high demand on our body. We really need, um, you know, the right herbs to, to assist our daily lives. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously now more than ever, given what's happened over the last kind of 18 months. Definitely. So in the, in the forms that um, the medicinal mushrooms are presented, obviously they're, they're presented in a lot of forms, teas, coffees, things like that. Why are they presented like that in, instead of just taking them like you would take a normal supplement, for example? Oh, right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So first of all, um, one, th one thing to differentiate uh, with medicinal mushrooms is that they have two sets of nutrients. Okay. Uh, one set uh, are the alcohol-soluble nutrients, and the other set are the water-soluble. So, um, yeah, some people just enjoy drinking a mushroom tea, and that's great. But if you just make a tea, you're missing out on the alcohol-soluble nutrients, right? So it, if you make a tea, you'll get um, the immune-modulating polysaccharides and beta-glucans that are found in mushrooms. Mm -hmm. and things that will support uh, and regulate the immune system. Uh, and that includes there'll be some antioxidants in there as well. Um, and alternatively, if you make like an alcohol tincture, um, that will give you a lot of the adaptogenic benefits uh, from the mushroom. A lot of the terpenes, uh, different anti-inflammatory acids, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So what we do at Wild Kingdom is we make a, a dual extract, which is an alcohol extraction plus a water extraction. And we combine the two together uh, so that's what's in the bottle. So you're getting uh, the full host of benefits from the mushroom. Um, but having said that, um, you know, I drink mushroom tea from time to time, um, but just something relaxing um, to, to do at night. So, you know, the best thing is to do what works best for you. Yeah, exactly. So in terms of actually taking them then from, from that standpoint, what's the, the benefits of continually taking them? So taking them on a daily basis, like a supplement, because you mentioned earlier on there about the, the, their ability to upregulate and downregulate certain functions in the body. So why wouldn't you just take them at the point where you feel like you need them or the body's inflamed or you're sick? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, well, my argument uh, to take them every day is kind of like, um, you know, you should eat broccoli every day. It's just a really nutritious food that has great uh, nutrition that your body will use every day. Um, so yeah, you know, I treat medicinal mushrooms more like a, more like a food, right? You take it in every day. It gives your body medicinal compounds, um, prebiotics, um, all things that your body will, will use every day um, to, to help, um, you know, maintain itself. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it, it's really great to take them, um, over time because your body, I wouldn't say becomes dependent, but your body starts to, you know, have a, a, a great consistent source of nutrition and yeah. uh, people really feel that over time that they feel really supported. They stop getting like the common cold or they stop getting, or, or they feel like, um, you know, springtime, summertime, their allergies have greatly improved, their sleep's improving, their digestion's improving. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, you know, I kind of see them as food and something that, you know, we can only benefit from taking every day. Yeah, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. So in terms of the actual product itself and, and the fact that it's wild and you are, I'm assuming you're still foraging for, for the mushroom. 
is there enough of a supply in nature to supply the markets and the demand? Yeah, yeah, yeah the great question. Um, yeah, you know, um, where I live here in Pennsylvania, you know, in a 40 mile radius, um, every season I forage enough mushrooms to meet the demands of the business. Wow. And, um, you know, I'm always amazed, um, you know, someone can spend so much time, energy, money, resources into building a grow house and it, you know, requires a lot of maintenance, care, um, creates carbon footprint uh, to grow a certain amount of mushrooms. And you can easily find the same amount of mushrooms with a small team of two, three people out in nature. And you didn't have to do any work other than the, the foraging itself. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's kind of the whole, um, you know, uh, point we're trying to prove, or it's kind of what we're trying to show our audience and our customers is that, um, you, you know, it's available in nature. And um, if we keep following that path, you know, it, people get invested in the land that things are coming from. Yeah. And that in, in itself is a, is a great form of um, land conservation. And I guess in some respects, then, if you were to do it, you know, create your own grow farm and all the rest of it, there is going to be an element or I would say of quality that you're going to lose, isn't there? Because you, they're not coming out of nature. They're not coming out of the ground, which has all the nutrients and the rest of it in it. Yeah, exactly. And that's another thing we talk about, um, you know, um, the stress of growing in a wild environment actually makes the mushrooms or plants or trees pr produce more uh, um, phytochemical compounds. It's kind of uh, because they, they, they use these compounds to protect themselves, right? Yeah. So if you put them up in a nice grow house, it's kind of like put, putting them in a five-star hotel and they're yeah. being hand and foot um, and uh, they're, they're not producing as much. So like they'll be more deficient in vitamin D They'll be more deficient. Uh, sometimes they're absent in certain nutrients. Like as an example, uh, wild chaga um, has this um, anti-inflammatory compound called betulinic acid, which comes from the birch trees that they grow in the wild. Right. Um, if they just grow chaga mycelium in a grow house, it doesn't have betulinic acid because they're growing them on grains um, and, and grains don't contain that compound. Yeah. Uh, so those are fun things to know about, you know, wild versus cultivated and not that cultivated is bad. It serves its purpose and, um, you know, has its own benefits, but, um, you know, for us, what we're trying to do, um, you know, wild is best for us. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, it comes back to the same thing around organic kind of vegetables that come from ground that's not been over farmed or pesticide and all the rest of it, isn't it? It's all about, you know, taking it from a, as natural as its source as possible to get the full effects of obviously what, you know, what they can provide. So, um, so in terms of the mushrooms themselves and all the different compounds that are out there, can you start by kind of breaking down? Cause there's obviously we've got lion's mane, we've got reishi and all the rest of them. Can you kind of, for the audience listening, if they no idea, you know, what wild, um, wild mushrooms are and how they can use them and what different compounds are available. Can you kind of give us like almost like a, a playbook as to the, the various different compounds that are available. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so I'll start with uh, turkey tail mushroom. It's one of the most studied uh, medicinal mushrooms out there. And um, it we regard it as the immune supporting mushroom. So if you're looking for something to uh, bolster your immune system, um, just kind of prevent things like colds and, you know, different viruses, um, turkey tail is the way to go. 
Um, there's also a lot of promising um, uh, anti-cancer research behind it. Mm -hmm. uh, scientists find that um, if they use it as a adjunct therapy uh, for chemo radiation, it really helps the immune system uh, recover from the negative effects of the chemo and radiation. Wow. Okay. And also shows like anti-tumor properties. Mm -hmm. So uh, turkey tail is like the go-to if you need anything regarding uh, your immune system. Right. Um, and then next, uh, chaga. Chaga is the, um, it's actually the world's most antioxidant rich food on the planet. Oh, wow. So ranks like blueberries, turmeric, elderberry by like five times. I didn't uh, know that. Yeah, yeah it's pretty, yeah, pretty amazing. Um, so um, it helps with anything, um, anything to do with inflammation. If you have gut inflammation like um, Crohn's, IBS, uh, Candida, mm -hmm. um, it can really help soothe gut inflammation. Also, um, the immune modulating polysaccharides that are in it will help with things like um, inflammation from um, arthritis and different autoimmune conditions. Mm -hmm. Um, and there are some crossover between all the mushrooms. So you can say like chaga is good for the immune system too, but every, each one kind of has its own area where it shines. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, that's kind of where chaga really shines. And then next, um, reishi mushroom, um, in Chinese medicine, it's regarded as the mushroom of immortality. Right. Um, a lot of people say, if you can only take one, take reishi. Um, I would, I would probably agree. It, it's amazing mushroom. Um, yeah, not only will it help with inflammation in the immune system, but it's great for cardiovascular health. Um, okay. Basically, um, it has these compounds called triterpenoids, and they're kind of like natural plant steroids that help your heart, that help your brain, that help your blood um, increase its oxygen capacity. Um, wow. So that kind of leads to a relaxing, calming effect. So people will use it um, at nighttime to help sleep. And I can't tell you how many people who like use an aura ring um, to track their sleep, they'll take reishi and lion's mane at, at night and like their stats like improve so much. Um, really? Yeah, it's really cool. I'm like, want to try to put together like a, like a small study and, and kind of do it on a mass scale. Um, but yeah, so, so because of these compounds, like reishi really helps with oxygen, helps with calming. Um, and um yeah, so I, that one would be reishi. And then um, lion's mane, which is like super, super popular right now, um, especially for people like in the tech industry, um, is because they've uh, found in lion's mane, there's compounds called erinacines and heronacines, um, which really help uh, cognitive performance. Right. And what they do is, is they help rebuild the myelin in the brain, which is like the connective tissue for um, like your synapses and help like uh, transport information. Um, so they help rebuild that, uh, people find it helps, uh, improve their memory, improve their focus, um, yeah. energy, things like that. Um, so again, you know, talking about how, uh, you know, our Western world is so demanding on our brains, on our bodies, uh, people really go to lion's mane to find that like neurological support, um, yeah. through their, uh, their, their hard, hard jobs. Um, and then the last mushroom extract we do is maitake. And maitake is kind of like the, the unsung hero of the group. Um, it's still kind of like making its way um, to the forefront. But um, again, it, it's very similar to turkey tail in the sense that um, helps with the immune system. There's a lot of anti-cancer research behind it. Um, but it's also um, really good for people who have diabetes or blood sugar issues. Okay. There's lots of studies showing that um, 
the polysaccharides in the mushroom help uh, reduce blood sugar after meals mm-hmm. by like five percent. Um, so it's something that so that someone with diabetes might want to explore to take um, alongside their allopathic medicine to help uh, moderate their blood sugar. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's super interesting. I think what what you were saying there about lion's mane um, kind of strikes me as almost like a uh, nature's nootropic, if that makes sense. Because, oh yeah you know there's there's a lot of you know talk around psychedelics and nootropics at the moment but that seems to me to be a very nice natural way to get that cognitive performance that we all would like to have yeah yeah 100 percent um yeah it's definitely like uh, our best seller right uh, and yeah i've used it myself um back in the day i had a case of like neurological lyme disease and okay. that lines me and i, I I, I took an extract of it and yeah, within two weeks, I noticed such a big difference. Um, so it's something that uh, is dear to me and, and so many people now. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess the combination, like you said, of the, the Rishi at night and then to get nice, good restorative deep sleep. What was the other one you would take with Rishi? Rishi and Lion's Mane. Rishi and Lion's Mane. And then in the day to obviously have, you know, was it Lion's Mane again? Um, yeah. So, so actually one of our like bestsellers on our website is our longevity bundle is what we call it. Right. It's uh, turkey tail, chaga, reishi, and lion's mane. Right. And we always recommend people start out by taking uh, turkey tail and chaga in the morning because that will help bolster the immune system. Right. It'll help uh, with the gut health, kind of get your day started. Um, and then at night, uh, before sleep, taking reishi and lion's mane to help with deep sleep recovery. Um, that, that's just a good way to get started. Um, but you can kind of take them all day, every day, or you can yeah. take them if you feel called to. Yeah. I mean, that was going to be my next question. Actually, is there any adverse effects of continually taking these or is it just like you would take a vitamin, you, you would take these? Yeah, uh, there's no adverse effects. I mean, it's kind of like one of those things where um, if you just like take too much, your body kind of knows like, hey, I don't need that anymore. Like, right. If you eat too much chocolate cake, you get kind of get like a headache. You're like, oh, yeah. Um, But kind of how we've designed uh, each of our extracts, um, like one dropper full is a daily dose. And that's good. um, You know, if you're healthy and you just want to maintain, that's all you need. Um, And you can take a dropper full of each one every day. Um, but if, you know, if you like fall sick or you're, you have some kind of uh, preexisting condition and you need extra help, you know, you can take it two, three times a day. Um, you know, in some rare cases where I like ha- had a condition that I'm trying to kick real quick, you know, I take it like five times a day. Right. Um, so it, it's not something that, um, you know, becomes toxic at a certain dosage. I think, I think that would be like, you'd have to drink like three bottles or something. <laughs> yeah okay cool and so in terms of the cognitive benefits then i would i would assume that people that that take lion's mane in the day and they feel the cognitive benefits that be attributed to be alertness energy levels what what's the kind of general impacts and feelings that people get from doing that yeah um yeah a lot of people say they they increase their mental clarity Mm -hmm. Um, it's uh easier to access your short-term memory right Uh, uh, also, too, uh, lion's mane has some benefits for the gut. So people say their digestion improves. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of goes along, too, with, you know, a lot, a lot of the other mushroom extracts. I always say that 
you know, after a week or two, if you notice that you have more energy, your digestion's improved, your sleep's improved, your brain function's improved. That's kind of the, the extracts doing their, their magic. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine that's, um, that's my, that, well, like you said, that's my, probably your most popular seller, but that, that, that ticks all the boxes for me. Definitely. You know, to get good restorative sleep, cognitive ability during the day. And then from a, from a, like a, a sports perspective or a gym perspective, are there any benefit? Cause a lot of people obviously take pre-workout and all the rest of it, which I'm hugely against. What, are there any mushrooms that could benefit that or would it be lion's mane again? Well, actually, um, I would recommend another product that we make. That's, that's, um, not a mushroom. It's, uh, it's, it's called pine pollen. It's an herb. Okay. And, um, I, I'm sure, uh, your audience would love this, um, this supplement, um, due to the fact that it's called the fitter, healthier dad podcast, because, um, uh, pine pollen, um, our extract is a natural source of DHEA and DHEA helps upregulate, uh, the body's production of free testosterone. So, uh, you know, men like us 30 plus, um, mm. when we get over the hump of 30, um, our body naturally, uh, decreases in testosterone production. So that can make us feel more lethargic. We could start putting on uh, more, more body fat. Um, but pine pollen is a great herb to help slow that down and to help, uh, restore androgen balance mm-hmm. uh, to, um, you know, if someone, um, is more estrogen dominant, meaning their androgens have become, uh, imbalanced um pine pollen has that modulating effect kind of like the mushrooms where it'll help lower estrogen and boost testosterone and um so uh pine pollen having this effect will help with things like athletic performance um, more energy levels um people also um, found that it helps with memory and brain focus as well so we have a bundle called the biohacking bundle which is lion's mane and pine pollen okay both those fronts. And I, I always recommend those two for people who um, uh, like to work out a lot or want to help uh, improve their athletic performance. Mm. Yeah, no, that's, that sounds like a perfect um, combination to me. Cause I think, um, yeah, definitely. I mean, with the level of workouts that I do, it's, it's often tough to kind of maintain that level. And if you've got something that will kind of upregulate specifically testosterone, right? I mean, as you get over 40, it's even more prevalent. So, um, yeah, I've never heard of that before, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's another herb that has a robust history in Chinese medicine. Um, they, um, they actually used it, uh, to help uh, erectile dysfunction right. for thousands of years. Um, and, um, it's one of those herbs that are slowly starting to make its way into the Western world. The studies are coming out behind it. Um, so yeah, it's pretty amazing. You know, here, like in the U S pine pollen is that yellow stuff that gets on your car. That's really annoying. Mm. But here I am, you know, with a basket trying to catch it all because <laughs> of what it can do for the body. <laughs> yeah, no, that's amazing. No, that's really, really cool. But coming back to the source of the mushrooms, because I would imagine there's a lot of people listening to this and, you know, we've got a lot of forests and green spaces in the UK where they're going to be going out looking for these mushrooms at the weekend. But I would highly advise against that because, the limited knowledge that I have on mushrooms is that you can get very sick if you pick the wrong mushrooms and the rest of it. But what's the actual process that you go through when you forage for the mushrooms and then to get them to the state where they're in the, in the products you produce? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I, re- I would first of all recommend if someone is curious about foraging, there's so many great books out there and there's so many great um, uh, identification groups you can join on Facebook that will right. kind of process. 
definitely never pick or eat anything you don't know. Yeah. Very bad situation. Um, but uh, yeah, what uh, we do when we go out and forage, um, everything is, is very seasonal, right? So yeah. uh, it's May right now. Uh, reishi mushroom season is about to start uh, within the next week or so. Um, so what we do is we go out, um, we, we always go on scouting trips to see how, how things are looking in the forest. Like we have our spots. Um, and when the mushrooms have reached their peak, uh, ripeness, we'll go, um, harvest the mushroom. We do it sustainably. Um, we don't take everything we see. Um, and we, and the way we interact with the mushroom, like helps the spores spread. So every year there's like more and more growth. Um, and then what we do is, uh, if it's the, during the summer months, we'll sun dry them and that helps increase their, uh, vitamin D2. Okay. Uh, what we do is, is we, um, once they're dried, we grind them into a, a fine powder and that powder is what we'll use in our extraction process. Okay. So, um, and then, um, the alcohol that we use in the alcohol extraction is organic grape alcohol. So we use very high quality, uh, alcohol that's grain free, uh, gluten-free, uh, sugar-free, all that, all that stuff. Um, and we'll perform that extraction. And then when that's done, we'll take that same wet powder and we'll start to hot water extract it. Right. And, and then when that's complete, um, we combine the two together and then that's the dual extracts. Wow. Fascinating. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, um, really interesting. So the, in terms of actually when you harvest them, you say you harvest for the year that, that I guess when they're ground down into powder, there's no kind of shelf life, which means the nutrients within the, the powder it diminishes over time. Yeah. Yeah. With, with dried food, your shelf life is, you know, at least two years plus. All right. So yeah, we kind of have it where we'll harvest enough for the year based on our demand. So um, like right now we're basically at the last of our, um, of our dry storage of reishi and we're getting ready to bring in uh, this year's. Right. So we keep it balanced and uh, in, in are using uh, fresh ingredients. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. So for, for guys listening to this and people that want to try out, what would you recommend is the best place to start? You know, if they're not sure how, how they're going to react to it, what, what's going to happen, that type of thing. Uh, with the extracts? Yeah. With, with the products that, that you sell, where would you recommend? Obviously you do bundles. Where would you recommend people start? Yeah. Yeah. It, um, you know, I, I would first say like, ask yourself, you know, what are you trying to improve? Right. Yeah. Um, so if you're trying to improve, you know, your sleep or your brain performance, definitely start with Reishi and Lion's Mane. Um, if you're trying to improve your gut health, we have a, a bundle for gut health, which is Turkey Tail and Chaga. Um, so that's how we've kind of made it. We've tried to come, we found the best synergy between the mushrooms to help with tailored, um, health benefits. Yeah. Um, but, um, if you, if you kind of don't know and just want to start anywhere, you know, maybe start with a bottle of Rishi. Um, that has a very general, um, you know, positive effect on the body. So you can start taking a dropper full of that, see how you feel after a week, after two weeks. Um, and then you can start with another one. Um, but, um, it's kind of funny, you know, when people get started, they'll come to our website and they'll just go straight for like the longevity bundle or the microfiles bundle. They want to, try it all at once and it's yeah. you know, humbling for us. But um, yeah, you know, I think people realize that mushrooms altogether have um, such a synergistic effect, you know um, it's like, you know, working all these different pathways in your body simultaneously and people just really feel uplifted from it. 
yeah yeah absolutely i mean yeah it, it, it's classic if you if you uh yeah if you want to try something you tend to, especially guys tend to go all in on everything and overwhelm themselves but um yeah no, i think that's great advice so uh neil what would you say are the five top things that people should consider when you know they're looking to take the, the herbs and 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 the mushrooms um to improve their overall health um Sorry, how do you mean uh, what, what they should consider? Yeah, so so whether or not, obviously you've said what is your objective, what do you want to achieve, but, it, but you know, is it for longevity purposes? Is it for, you know, uh, cognitive ability purposes? And, you know, what should they consider their overall health before they, you know, go down the path of, of using um, herbs and, and mushrooms? Oh, okay, yeah. Well, you know, actually, the first thing they should they should really consider is the quality of the extract, supplement, or um, whatever they're they're about to take. Right. So to kind of shed some light on that in in respect to mushrooms, um, the the best option that you have is to use um, mushroom products that are made from actual mushrooms. Right. There's so many products out there that. Um, are what's called mycelium, which are like the roots or spores of the mushroom. Right. Um, they basically inoculate them onto grains like oats or rice or something else. Um, and then they grind that into a powder and they say, okay, this is lion's mane powder. Right. Uh, there's no actual mushroom in it. Um, so you're just eating a ton of carbohydrate basically. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, it's really good to find products that say made with mushroom fruiting bodies. And obviously that's, that, that's what we do. Um, also another thing is to consider, uh, where these products are sourced from. Um, if it's something coming overseas from, from China, um, someone should really check to see if they lab test the, uh, the, the product to make sure that there's no contaminants in it, um, and things like that. Um, so yeah, quality is, is the number one thing you should always consider and do just a little bit of research to help that along, uh, goes a long way. Mm. And, um, yeah, other things to consider too, is, uh, your preferences on how to take a supplement. Um, for instance, some people are just really hardcore and they love dropping, you know, a dropper full of ratio or lines, I mean, under the tongue, even though, you know, the alcohol, alcohol content gives it a little zing. Um, you know, even though mushrooms have a very earthy flavor, some would say unpleasant. Yeah. I mean, like wine, you get accustomed to it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you should consider if you, if that's who you are, or if you want to put it in your smoothie or drop mm. it into a glass of water or juice, um, either way, the mushroom's going to make it into your body and you're going to feel great. Um, but, um, that's, yeah, that's another thing to consider. And then, um, yeah. Lastly, maybe, um, you know, how much you think you need. Are you someone who just needs to maintain your health? Maybe you just want to take it once a day. Mm. You have something um, you're trying to get over or you have some pre-existing condition. You might want to consider, um, you know, taking it twice a day, three times a day. Yeah, I think that's a good point, actually. And it's, it's something that I was thinking about when you was talking there is around the volume, because, you know, often with supplements, they're in a bottle or they're in a, in a pill and you just take it, you don't consider about the volume that you're taking so is there any kind of um i guess gauge or profile that you would follow when you first start to take them and i guess everybody's different aren't they so they're going to react to it in different ways yeah yeah i, I always recommend just starting you know once a day right 
see how you feel. Um, but if someone comes to me and says, Hey, I, I want to buy some extracts because um, I have the flu, you know, I'll say, okay, yeah. Start with Turkey tail and Chaga, you know, take it three times a day. Um, right. And, and, and see how you feel. Um, so it all, yeah, it all depends where someone's starting out. Yeah. Okay. I think that's a, that's a good point to make. So Neil, um, how can people connect with wild kingdom? Where can they go to find out more about you guys and, um, the products that you sell? Yeah. Um, so the number one place is our website. It's wildkingdomextracts.com. Okay. Um, and we have lots of information, um, on our website. Um, you know, in our product descriptions, we try to go all out, explain all the health benefits, but we also have a great blog with lots of different articles um, outlining um, the science and 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 all the uh, all the details there. Um, so definitely, our, from our website, you can c- connect to us uh, everywhere else. Um, but also, to uh, we have a great Instagram page, which is which is also at WildKingdomExtracts.com. Um, so those two places are really the the, the ble- best place to connect with us unless you want to shoot us an email if you have any questions which would be info at wildkingdomextracts.com yeah awesome so i recommend guys go and check out the website and and get some more information particularly on your blog is very very useful to understand this in more detail so that at least when you do decide to kind of take the the mushrooms and the extracts you know exactly what it is you can expect the outcome to be um so neil thank you very much for joining me on the podcast today it's a very very interesting really insightful uh topic and um yeah i look forward to catching up with you again soon sure oh um can we uh give a coupon code to your audience absolutely that'd be great um yeah so um if anyone's interested in trying our products they can use coupon code fhd15 uh for 15 percent off uh, anything on our website awesome thank you very much for that i appreciate that so guys go and check it out it's fhd15 at wild x wild kingdom extracts.com awesome thanks neil yeah thanks for having me thanks for listening to the fitter healthier dad podcast if you enjoyed today's episode please hit subscribe and i would really appreciate if you could leave a review on itunes all the links mentioned in the episode will be in the show notes and a full transcription is over at fitterhealthierdad.com.